Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Bo Nelson, who will be sitting in for Matt Watson today. Hi, Bo. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Man, every day is just a rodeo. It's like, is it going to be eight seconds or is it going to be eight hours or is it going to be 80 <laughs> hours? I don't know what this week, you know, so you just kind of strap your hand in and you're just like, whoo, here I, we go. And hello, Bo. Here we go. So, Bo, I'll introduce you, man. So, Bo, you are a uh, you are one of uh, my favorite entrepreneurs here in Kansas City for a lot of different reasons, which we will get into in the coming moments. But you're also the owner, co-founder, barista, maintenance guy, just all, hype, all hype around man. hype man, lead singer of yeah. Thou Mayest Coffee Roasters. Yeah, fresh on fresh on the tour bus this year. So right, yeah, right, and first you know, stop, Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. So yeah. as far as that goes, you are, you are our inaugural um, coffee shop owner. Yeah. And Great. I'm excited to talk about that because this is just like, as I was telling you before we hit record, trying to, you know, just continue to branch out because there's so many layers of startups and business and just so many awesome entrepreneurs, not only in Kansas City, but everywhere. Yeah. So I think it's cool how they all overlap too. And and there's some little nuances and little Easter eggs in each industry. And yep. the more you can start to, I call it like cross pollination and you get these strange little hybrids that, that appear where you take say a software, somebody who understands writing software. And then all of a sudden you say, how do we sell more bags of coffee right. through online retail using software? You right. know, and now all of a sudden you've just integrated this, this product with the software. And now I think that's the future. Well, I maybe cool. I heard that this internet thing might stick around. It might. Yeah. yeah we'll I was telling my kids yesterday when so. they want, they were asking about a computer and I was like, that's just a fad anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> you won't need to learn how to do it. But what isn't a fad is coffee. Yeah. Man, it's like, is, is coffee or tea the world's most popular drink? Um, so it's coffee. Does it depend who you ask? Yeah, it does. <laughs> but it's, it's coffee right behind crude oil in terms of uh, highest traded commodity in Is the it world really? yeah coffee so, and then crude oil so it's crude oil and then coffee oh coca but yeah okay. it's right behind it and then, i know tea is pretty popular in a lot of countries and is. coffee is everywhere but yeah, there's it's, a- it's all plant products and that's what's cool about it and that's kind of where my background and expertise started was just in the plant the actual plant plant product side of it was and, it selling weed yeah yeah totally man <laughs> doing that for years sorry i couldn't i couldn't uh, i couldn't back off of that one no i but i was doing product plant production and um learning that language of just plants and seeing what they can do uh with, for us and, and yeah. with us you know and you know this this idea that we are this apex predator you know we are at the top of the food chain and that you know plants aren't this sentient thing you know i actually beg to differ i think well, they're kind of the other way around because yeah, yeah. we're probably going to die without them yeah and and they you know even crude oil it's like what what is oil you know right. it's just a bunch of plant Plants matter that got smashed together over with a bunch of pressure time, for a yeah. way long period yeah. of time so yeah. um 
well, the coffee business and like people have been drinking coffee for a long ass time. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Like what, what is the actual, do we know the real history yeah, of coffee? It's, it's, it's probably like back to like the Incas or yeah, something. It's, it's pretty like shady. Um, um, it, they say it's from like Ethiopia, but Yemen also says, Hey, we're the first. So it's somewhere in that kind of middle Eastern African rift Valley type okay. of area. Um, high kind of a little bit on the dry arid side. A lot of people, uh, think that they're, it's, they, they are in tropical rainforest. It is a tropical fruit. So it's like a cherry that gets produced on. And, uh, this is where the debate comes in. Is it a tree or is it a shrub? And so there's a lot of, uh, I've spent a debate. lot of time debating that with people. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a shrub. Yeah. Guy. Right. I mean, thinking like, I don't know, I wouldn't, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's, it's all in how you cultivate it too. And so, you know, you can use this goes back thousands of years. Oh yeah. So, I mean, this was yeah. a, a guy who is, uh, he noticed there was some goats that started eating these berries and they started going crazy and maybe I should eat maybe some, maybe I should berries eat some berries and see what too. Yeah. This is how all good drugs, you know, get started. So well, you mentioned that, I mean, there are, there are obviously chemical properties that we chase as coffee yeah. drinkers, which you know then leads it to be a commodity which over the history of commodities always creates interesting and uh um sometimes adverse situations is that fair to say it, it like, can meaning yeah. people will fight over it yeah people will fight and they uh they just find areas to hide within the industry because yeah. it's so big um right. there was popes that that actually uh outlawed coffee, the use of coffee because it it, it incited uh, revolution um, and that's what's cool is that the history of coffee is fairly punk in that regard. Nice. Um, it kind of all started in the garage of, you know, hey, it, it, here's some some this product coming back from from the Middle East, you know, on the Silk Road. And you've got the Dutch who are like paving the way for all. If you just watch where the Dutch, what colonies they touched, you, you'll see uh, this heavy handed horticultural movement right behind them. So the Dutch used. In their colonization, they use agriculture as a means for sustainable um, growth within their empire, which is a little bit different um, with the British and the French and and some of the other people who were b behind them in terms of the agriculture. But you start looking at what does Java mean? You know, this port of Java that the Dutch started bringing all these spices back from the the mid-east and here's this exotic stuff called coffee and it took a depressant which so you know you think about that time people were having to drink ale and wine because uh, water wasn't safe to drink and so then they started boiling water which kills everything and then they started using it for coffee because that's how you drink coffee and tea as well um and I, those two are very closely linked, but you've got all these these spices, all these plant products coming back into Europe from the Middle East. It changes the way that they they gather because now you sit in these salons and drink coffee and you get stimulated instead of depressed. Your thoughts all of a sudden become crisp, clear, bright instead of this this. No, I don't want to say darkness because I don't think that's fair. But this is what they they claim is. Part of the the um, instigation behind the Enlightenment period has to do with these these wine houses turning to coffee shops, inciting revolutions that turns to in the Enlightenment and brings us America. So coffee is responsible for America. That's what I'm really I, trying to you get. You know, at Bo, here. I like where you're going, and <laughs> I so like where American. you're going with all this. And you're talking about inciting revolution now in this day and age. If you took coffee away from away from people it would probably excite it, a revolution yeah, or at least a lot of headaches yeah yeah and it would it's become a staple you know the the interesting thing is you look back and you know it's 
So I think some people would laugh. They'd be like, oh, they look, they thought coffee was like a big drug, but people weren't as consumption based back then. So like that was a big change in your chemistry, like that cup of coffee. Oh, it's like, huge. Woo! Yeah. Like especially now that's if, just like everything you eat and drink. Yeah. So. And, and everybody's hypersensitive to it. I mean, same thing with sugar as well. Yeah. This new crop starts showing up in our lives and makes your teeth fall out, <laughs> makes you hyper, but it tastes good. Yeah. And, and everybody gets addicted to it. to a zillion things. Yeah. So. Okay, so um, so, so it's, it's an interesting history, and that that that's just one of the many components that got me kind of it, it got my attention because I was like, it's cool history. So you're 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 cultivating plants. Yeah. You, I mean, it's so, but you're not growing coffee at that point because no, coffee's not native. It doesn't even grow around here. No, it? can you a, even grow it? It's here, a tropical. Like, it's a tropical fruit. Okay. so it, it's called the coffee belt. Is it a tree, tree or a shrub? Oh, man, don't put me on that. Okay, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. It's a, it's a shra shra. Okay, that yeah. Shrush. You guys heard it here first on Startup Hustle. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Open Where we camera. clearly define the truth, yes. and also incite revolution. It's a shrub. It's a big shrub. I'm fine. I'll say it. it's a big. You shrub. just sound so disappointed. When I you know say that. Like because really there's some people who really want to die on that hill, and I'm. I'm sorry, to man. I gotta think. I gotta be honest with you, Bo. I, I feel like your efforts are probably better spent than trying to defend that position. Just accept it for what it is. It's a shrub. And now we're gonna. This move is on. the some of the things in the industry that we get kind of buried in sometimes. Uh, so, is it SL88 or is it this new Bourbon that's over? You know, and so well, and when you're talking, you're actually talking about strains of plants and varietals, and yeah. just like different stuff. So, you know, like all right, so. Obviously, now I will. I'm going to offend the world of coffee and yes, be like, please do. Be like, oh God, like I drink Folgers. Yeah. Like that will like piss some people off. They're like, oh, mm. never. Yeah. You know, Everybody never. has but, their, their drug of choice. Well, I don't drink Folgers, but you know, like certain, certain things like that is it. But, but obviously, coffee has been an artisan product and it's continued to be. Um, now, let's be realistic. All right, all right. So, one of my mentors once said to me, he advised me to be more cowardly. Mm. meaning as an entrepreneur, meaning like, don't take on the giants, mm. like, don't be brave, like taking on Google and Amazon, yeah. do brave. So be, yeah. so be a coward, go find, go do something that no one else is doing and go somewhere and do it where they'll leave you alone to get really good at it. Okay. But let's yeah. be realistic in the, you and the coffee business and let's give some background. So once again, thou mayest, yeah. you guys have locations around Kansas city. I see your stuff in offices and all different kinds of places. But the reality is, Dude, you're taking on the giants. Mm -hmm. You're not cowardly in your approach. You're like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm here to defend the fact that this is a shrub, I mean a tree, <laughs> and I'm not gonna take any shit from you, Starbucks or whatever. Hill. So yeah. so let's let's, you know, you obviously have retail locations. Now, when I talked to you the last time I saw you, you were telling me that the way that the way that you need to make money or the way you have to go about this is is through producing some of your own stuff yeah. and get into that. So like Dude, like, let's just get right after it. How the hell do you compete with Starbucks and and any anywhere and everywhere that sells coffee? Yeah, I think um, really taking a big step back, um, huge step, and then that, and that was where we didn't start was trying to you know you're writing a business plan. Who's the competition? Yeah, um, is it Casey's General Store? Um, because everybody is driving in from out of town, and I live on the outskirts of of Kansas City, and I'm coming in. Well, from if that's Tonganox, the case, then it's you know, McDonald's, right? Subway. I mean, Casey's General Store anywhere, like anywhere that you can buy somebody, coffee anywhere, right? and th technically that'll give you your fix. So, is that really what I'm going for? Am I going for somebody who can who wants more, 
like they want something that's going to be more beautiful in terms of not just this presentation, but that you don't have to do the little shimmy shake after you, you know, slam down an espresso. That's not how espresso, if it's properly prepared and, and presented and, and consumed, it should be really smooth. It should be balanced. There shouldn't be a sharpness there. There's certain, it's, it's kind of like anything. Once you've experienced something that's maybe a little done a little bit differently, it's really hard to take a step back and, and go back to that Maxwell house or the Folgers or yeah. even the Starbucks. I try to do it as often as I, my, as my, my wife the other day was like, I'm getting, she gets coffee headaches. I don't get them. And we were not near any of our stores and we were on some a vacation. Sounds dangerous. Oh, it was horrible. No, so. I meant the vacation part. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah that's being, <laughs> I think you're tough. like me. I think I, on day three of vacation, you probably start getting antsy. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I, I'm going to break some, I need to yeah. go break something so that I can fix it and just give me my mind something yeah. to do. Cause maybe you should take, it. maybe you should take more lumber with you on vacation. Yeah, you can break it in half and then try to put it together, put it back <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah. Or just stop drinking coffee, you know? And so I, well, I, I mean, when I do it, I drink I, the coffee, break the board drink more coffee put them back together vicious problems yeah i get it It happens um so she she gets coffee headaches so we went to starbucks and and uh and it it reminded me of just some of the things that we're trying to overcome are just language so for instance like a cappuccino that's defined by starbucks versus a cappuccino in the traditional industry are two very different drinks and we have to be able to know that when people come in and they they're looking up at a menu and they're intimidated by a bunch of language what does single origin mean like i have no clue what that means. And I try to put myself in their position as often as I can go to Casey's general store in the morning in a farming town and just listen to the old guy's chaw. And, and you listen to these guys and, and you, you'll ask them questions. Yeah, I'm from out of town. I, I grew up on a farm, but you know, I'm pretty far removed from it now. Hey, what do you guys like in a cup of coffee? And like listening to them, um, for me, it, that's the touch point of like that I'm wanting. Cause if I can get them to understand what I'm doing, then maybe I can get, um, more, there's more nuance or more. I don't, I don't want to feel say like the guy, I feel like who you just described right there is not your target audience. It, it doesn't, like, it doesn't I mean, appear to be, but it should be like they of anybody they're putting in the hours, they're putting in the days to produce the raw product that we're then, you know, th- these farmers are the same ones in in essence that I'm buying my coffee. From sure. No, origin, I get that. You know? I get that. But I don't need any, I don't need that fancy cup of coffee. Why is it $4? If I can convince them that it's worth it, then I can convince anybody. Okay. I don't disagree. It. Yeah. I, so yeah. That, that, that's why I say it's my touch point. It's my grandma who's out like in Abilene, Kansas. And so, so know. challenge one that we've run across is someone walks into the Almas. Now it's okay. So, and we'll use Starbucks. It just yeah, has obviously that's the on. most reasonable example that everyone would identify with. Yeah. Well, they've done a good job of defining and giving weird ass names to all their stuff. Venti, Grande, these made up. Names. By the way, I, I won't do that. I won't order Venti. Yeah. I'm like, I want large. Yeah. I just won't. I'm just that guy. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. This is in Italy. I, I don't understand it, but no, I get I, it. I, I, yeah. I get it. And also, like, I just like give me the big one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm that guy. The big friend. Yeah. My wife gets frustrated with yeah. me. She's like, you know, it's Venti. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a large. It's just the big. It's drink. the big one. Give me the yeah. biggest one you have. And I will pay you for you guys it. Have a thermos back and, there, and we will and we will complete a transaction. I, I love it when people come in with like their massive QT thermoses, and they look at me, and I'm like, "Yes, I've got you," you know. Yeah. And they look at me like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" Because craft the craft industry has kind of 
it's gotten so technical because it loves what it does so much, right? Yeah, so, Which so is the, what we want, And that's want, back right? to that challenge though. So here someone comes in, they're like, hey, I said, okay, coffee shop, I want some of that. And then they go in and they're like, I usually drink a caramel macchiato. Like, first off, what is that? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, to me, that's coffee with some foam. Yeah. With some like sugary stuff on top of it. Yeah, that's now, a, look, that's another one. It's, it's that is a that is a four ounce drink. Like we serve that a macchiato is yeah. a very small. It's basically your ratio of. I mean, this is very simply put, but it's of of espresso and milk put together. So your espresso is just straight espresso. Then you've got your your Gibraltars and your macchiatos and your cortados. So that is a re- that is a real thing. It's a real thing. Okay. But they the way that they've defined it. Versus like, like I said about the cappuccino, it, traditionally, it's like a six ounce drink. Okay. So it's, th- that is a cappuccino. So when I order a venti, I'm getting like three of them and I'm in, I'm, I'm going to inside well, a riot. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's where, I mean, that's where we try not to get caught up because a lot of people will say, well, this is the hill we, we need to die on. Like right. we need to let them know that there is a better way to do things. And, and my, our approach in at Thou Mayest is more seductive. So it's more, we call it show and leg where it's more of like, Hey, <laughs> Why don't, why don't you ask, why don't you ask the question? By right? the way, Bo, this is why we had you in here. Cause is, there's important marketing things and entrepreneurial stuff that you listeners are going to learn today. Like show and leg. We're going to get real saucy here with. Yeah. I want to hear more. Bo, I, I want to hear startup more. Hustle. We don't have to get seductive. We're not oh. getting seductive yet. Okay. We're going to work. We like to, we like to you know, <laughs> give it some time. I mean, I'll buy you a drink. We'll talk a little bit. But that's, that's what we say is like the branding part, because to try to get somebody in there and you're like, why don't, why don't you come over here? Why don't you come and try, you know, it's this siren song. You've got your path and you've got your, your, it's your experience every day. And I'm trying to derail people on the, like nudge them, hit them. However, like get their attention, just come in here and try it because we know once they try it and once they experience it and once they can, they can kind of feel that that there's something more, you know, because there is, there is something more than just the transactional piece. There is a vibe that we are selling, that we are a part of and that we are creating on a regular basis. And we hope people will be able to tap into that. And they'll, they'll, they'll feel that when they come in, because if I'm just selling coffee online, I'm in big trouble. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Now, you, now you're being, you're not cowardly at all because and like you get the cowardly comparison. Cause here's the thing is like, you know, you hear the story of David and Goliath. Right. The thing you don't hear is the 999 other times that he didn't win. Right. right. <laughs> the Goliath just crushed him underfoot, right. Right. kept walking. And he was like, Oh, oh did I step on something? Sorry. I didn't even see Yeah. But I mean, yeah. the, let's be realistic as, uh, and here on startup also, like you, you, the advice that and that point that I just made about being cowardly is okay. It doesn't sound sexy. No. That's not a seductive way to put it because yeah. no one no one wakes up and like, you know what, Bo, I'm here. I'm going to be the biggest coward I can possibly be today. Mm-hmm. But the, my point is, is it is actually a good approach because if you can manage to find something and you carve a niche. Say there's niches, riches in the niches, blah blah blah. Like, but at the same time, like you know, like uh, so. Um, I I think it's interesting. Your total addressable market with coffee is also infinite, so you can still carve out a piece of it. But where, where, and how? So I I feel like a lot of that's also got to come down to the efficiency of your operation, your ability to get people to either come. Like I don't want to walk by Thou Mass without stopping in. Yeah. 
So is that, the, is that, is that where, where you're showing lag? You're yeah. like, Hey, come on back in. Well, it's not just on that, but it's, it's, we're trying to take that into the online world as well, because right. I believe that the future lies in this re- really gray area between the physical and the digital. Um, so that's between this, um, you've got this physical product. Like, so here's a good, for instance, I think that there's about to be, if not already, people will, there's probably a, a name for this already. I call it the vibe economy. But it's because everything can be, it's commoditized online. You can get this stuff, yep. you know, in a few hours, you know, and if in a short amount of time, I'm sure there'll be drones. There's going to be something wild that disrupts shipping that's allowing us to get product, boom, as instant as we can possibly imagine. That's where the future is heading. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how it's going to flush it out, but that is the future. They will have my coffee in their hands within a minute of them, like even think probably just thinking about it. I, I don't, I have no clue how this is going to work. If I'm not being in this modality of like looking towards the future saying, I wonder how that's going to affect my business because Maxwell house is selling their coffee plants left and right right now, because there is a growing number of people who have been exposed to fresh roasted craft coffee yeah, gotten sure. quickly by people like me who can get that coffee roasted that day, get it to them, get it to their house. They don't even have to get up. I've worked all my shipping into it. And now all of a sudden they're like, well, I wonder what these guys are all about because this is a real competitive price. Now, well, now well, why, why food products in general, like how probably, well, you know, there's just so much crap and everything uh, we eat, yeah. drink and whatever, but I feel like people are becoming a lot more aware yeah. of that. And then on some levels too, are also like, I mean, you look at this like garbage patch, the size of Texas yeah. out in the Pacific ocean. And they're trying to, like, we were talking about that here. Cause like you brought us some coffee and I, I was like, man, we got to grind that. We got to do a better job of like yeah. using this and whatever. Cause it's, a lot like, of it is education. You're because- sitting there like burning through all these cups with Keurig. And now you think about like 2 million other people doing that. And all of a sudden, like, that's a lot of every, freaking cups. Every single like, building around here yeah. and every single business, every single house, yeah. like it, there's a lot of coffee and there's a lot oh, of bad all coffee. Day, yeah. Yeah. And oh yeah, to- totally. So now while retail in general is troubled in many regards for reasons like Amazon being, I mean, dude, it's I just, disagree. Well, but, well, I'll get there. Hang yeah. on. So it's troubled in many regards. And then in some regards, it's going to go through a renaissance yeah. because these niche and local. That's what I get so it, And experienced about. based things. So like, where can I do something different for you that you aren't normally going to feel like you talk about the vibe in the, in the, in the coffee house. And you know what, co- the, if we, if we're going to do, I'm doing air quotes here, the coffee house vibe. Mm. I mean, that, which, which one? Is well, that's like, my, well, that's my point. Is it, is it like mid nineties central perk? You know, is, is it, it like, friends? is it like is it, Seattle yeah. and like, you oh, know, I'm like, Hey, cool. I'm like going to hear like a guy play some really shitty songs on an acoustic guitar. Right. We're, we're a community place or, or now, or now like the modern work and you're going to hate this, but I hate getting invited on coffee dates because yeah. I get to these places and I'm like, Oh my God, like, you know, how do I even talk? Yeah. And, you know, but on some regards, like it makes a lot of sense. So earlier today, John Thompson, uh, the founder of pay it was here and he revealed to us that they actually worked out of coffee houses. Yeah. He called it squat, squaffacine. Totally. Like we squatting it. and offsing. Yeah. yeah. And he was, and he was like, until they, we have a like lot eight of their or 10 employees. employees. Do it. Yeah. yeah. And then we cook yeah. them up with coffee afterwards. Yeah. So they yeah, he said, our, as long yeah. as we had a tab open and we yeah. were buying coffee, the places didn't care. And Nobody like, cares. that's a company that's taken in $110 million and, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and venture funding. Yeah. Like, and you heard it, you heard it here. Like, like, for real, like think about that. And and so that's a different vibe. And I think that that's where that's come down to. Now, all of a sudden, 
if my experience can be walking into one of your places and I'm going to see other people that are entrepreneurs or people that are doing stuff, that's all of a sudden that's a little different. Can I have a collision into someone that matters or someone that's going to do something or I don't know, man, you never know. So this is where we got to be careful because I already start to feel the goosebumps, which means like we could go off a hundred different directions here. We probably will. I think Uh, we both have entrepreneurial ADD. So in five or six hours when this is over. Yeah. So, and and so Rick Usher brings this up and I'll just kind of rapid fire some of this stuff without, and you can tell me if you want me to dive deeper into it. Uh, Rick Usher, assistant city mayor, uh, manager, sorry. Um, he, uh, he talks about a collision density index. Um, so he's kind of mapped out all the coffee shops mm. um, around the city. Um, and then he's also as nodes. And then what happens around those? And let's look at the entrepreneurial activity yeah. that is springing up around these natural nodes. And that's where I've looked at it being really tied into the entrepreneurial community saying, first of all, the entrepreneurial community in Kansas City has really stepped up in a big way. Those are our people. Like those are our those are our friends. Those are the people that we live and, and are, you know, kind of fighting next to. And, and, and so in a camaraderie sense, it's like, Hey, we can compare notes. We can have drinks at the end of the bar, uh, in the AM or in the PM when we had our liquor license to be able to say like, you know, what, how can we help each other to get, yeah. get down this road? How can we share in each other's resources? And the coffee shop became this community distribution um, of it was like this Rolodex almost that was in the shop and it was you'd walk in and you'd say hey here's what I need I need a a UX developer for x y and z and be like he's at the end of the bar you should just go here's the introduction and watch these Uh, so I call it the uh, the idea brothel Um, I, I don't run the coffee shop. I run the idea brothel (laughs) because all these ideas come in. And if we've done our job to set the table and I'm going to re I'm going to reuse that and probably, I'll probably get in trouble. Yeah, no, I get in trouble. That's when I know there's a really good, good, there's a really good TED talk. And this guy talks about, uh, these places where ideas go to have sex. And that's where no, I'm like, dude, that's, I, I mean, run the idea sex house. Dude, like, that, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> like the bunny ranch, the bunny ranch of entrepreneurial, so uh, you know, whatever, but here we are late night. So, you know, what you were just describing is one of the things that, that co-working spaces pitch. Yeah. They're like, Hey, it's one thing to have your office down here, but it's a completely another thing to be around other people that blah, 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 blah. But, but that really did. And I say, blah, 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 blah. That's just because I don't want to yeah. sit there and try to paraphrase someone else, but that's not a blah, 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 blah. It's actually really important because you never know what's going to happen when you get around other people. Like it's easy to want to say, you know, I'm just going to go home. Yeah. I'm going to just go home and I'm going to just watch TV or I'm going to mow my yard. I'm going to do something different. But when you get around other people that shock and persuade your soul to ignite, Dude. as I steal a line from fish, um, I, I will say, well, that's really what, but it's always meant something to me. Like yeah. what does shock and persuade you to move and like do something and on and being around other like-minded people is, is a key ingredient. That's honestly, that's why I love doing this podcast. It's the only thing that gets me yeah. up in the morning anymore. Cause yeah. I'm like, man, I, I don't do, I, I love coffee. I absolutely adore the, not just the plant, but just the process and the ritual and like what it does. But man, there is something that like rips down into my soul. Every time I walk in that that shop and I see people talking and I see these dates happening. I see business transactions and all of a sudden, like if I can do a better like, job, I'm more than a, I'm, this is more than a cup of coffee. Totally. It is yeah. a, and people say, let's go grab coffee. It's let's go grab that connection, that connectivity part. It's just coffee is conduit. 
you know, it coffee is just a reason. It's just a, a thing. I've said this since the beginning. And the more I freaking drink the Kool-Aid, the more I'm like, this is the totally, coffee. The more you drink yeah, the coffee. Yeah, right. I'm like, I, the more I, the more I, I see it, the more it, it affects me because when we were closing up our last shop, we, we, we have video footage that we're just sitting on that I don't even know what to do with because it just makes me cry every time I see it. It's just all the faces and all the people whose lives have been touched in a positive way by a brand. And I'm, and, and but you're from, talking about closing the store, but meanwhile, you're opening other ones. Yeah. So and that's like the, how many locations do you guys have in here down now? Uh, a lot uh, that I can bunch, say or? for, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some more that, that are being worked on as, as we speak. But. but then I also see you guys have partnered. Like, so I was at pro athlete yeah. and Andrew Dallas was yeah. in here, uh, recording. I don't know if this will be before or after, but you know, like they literally have like a thou mass coffee bar yeah. there in their office. Yeah. So you guys are in a lot of different places. Yeah, I was actually just up there delivering kegs of coffee before I came here. Kegs. Yeah. They do our cold brew on, yeah. on tap. So, you so, just put your face so I just took, you know, I, and for those of you that are curious what I do during this episode, when I'm not, you know, trying to keep, when I'm not trying to prevent myself from swearing, um, I take notes and I actually wrote this down, you know, making simple things meaningful. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Cause in, inherently, the intrinsic nature of a cup of coffee, while it actually isn't super simple, but it is, man. It's a it, cup of coffee. It, it, it's like it, a daily thing. It it's like, so hey, I wake simple. up, I have a cup of coffee, I eat a couple eggs, I eat a biscuit, whatever it is you do. Yeah. So these are simple things, but then how do you, how do they become a lot more meaningful? Injected with meaning. And all of a sudden, yeah. I'm like, man, that that's, is the world that I want to live in. Like that mm-hmm. has those sort of meaningful touches all around. And if we can influence somebody with something as I'm using air quotes, meaningless as a, and simple as a cup of coffee, which it, it, it kind of is in the grand scheme well, of things, but right? how do you make it meaningful? Right. Yeah. yeah and simple if, and things. If, and if yeah. we can do that with yeah. just something as simple as coffee, what else can we do that way? And if we can show other people like, Hey, you saw how much joy and you saw what sort of energy that could bring in this little moment of your day. And if you are leaving saying, wow, man, every time I leave there, awesome product, awesome vibe, awesome people. I feel better. I feel more energized. And all of a sudden you alliterate that with our brand. And all of a sudden you can, you can spread that to other people. You know, now we, now we're dealing with something that we're like, um, and this is what we found when we closed the shop, there's a spirit of the company. Yep. There's like a, a force, a presence. Yeah. It is its own person now, yeah. while yeah. it is probably in its adolescent teen years, still trying to figure itself out kind of awkward, you know, trying to, trying relationships out, trying, you know, who am I? What am I? Like all those things you ask as a teenager, but we're past all these infant years. Like we got, we went to school and we found out what we didn't want to do. And we got a lot of things out of the way in the first five years that most, that kind of trips a lot of people up. And we just kind of leaned into it, wanted to get that thing over with, get it done with so that we could say, that's what we don't want. Now we can really focus and double down on what we do want. And you know, the thing is too, with starting a business and running one and evolving it and learning is you can't speed that process up. It is really difficult. I mean, you can't like so many people, they just, you know, and I'm like that. I want to like, just jump to the final chapter. I don't, I like the beginning and the end. It's the metal part of a business that often drives me nuts, but there's no way to really make it to that successful end without just kind of like, and, and dude, you're like me, you're animated, you're talkative, you're energetic. And the thing is, is that, that, that means you're also not inherently patient. Mm -hmm. 
like me. And that's when I'm like, God, like me, like the worst thing in the world for me is that the reason I've never gotten into cooking is I hate waiting. Oh yeah. I want it now, yeah. you know, like, so. I, well, it's, it's, and I was thinking about this actually this weekend because I'll find myself stuttering a lot lately or saying like, um, and using words, I'll, I'll get tripped up on my words. And I've realized this this past weekend. <laughs> um, it's because my brain is moving faster. Too than, faster. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, I'm like, yeah. I need to bring it, like use a discipline to like bring that, like, you know, center yourself and the bre- breathing techniques. And like, cause uh, you know, I find myself getting angry, you know, and I'm oh, like, yeah. that's, my really? wife says that to me all the time. She's like, why are you angry? I'm like, I'm not fucking angry. I'm just passionate <laughs> about this right now. She's like, guys, you sound pretty angry sounds, right it now. It looks pretty angry. Stop telling me I'm angry. I'm not. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And that's where. For those know, of you listening in your earbuds, I'm sorry you had to go through that just now. But that was a realistic yeah, insight. I, I was actually, I have these noise canceling earbuds and I was actually screaming the other day and I had somebody outside come inside saying like, Oh, I thought you were in trouble. So, so while we were talking, while this started talking about coffee shops and we will end by talking about coffee shops when we get there. But, um, one of the things that I think is really fun and insightful, and I think that I hope that those that are listening enjoy is getting an insight into the mind, had the thought process of how, well, how some of us work and it's all different because you have people that are analytical. And then I, if you're like, I have a feeling you and I share this. So you just mentioned, you're like, you got all these things going on in your head too fast. You're like, wow, I wish I was an idea guy like you. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm (laughs) like, you don't understand. I spend most of my day wanting it to be quiet. Like, I mean, and it's impossible. I crave, I crave peace. That's it. But dude, I never get it. I call them the bees. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, well, I've never thought of it like that. But, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like seriously in my, and you know, back to my wife and I have different, it, it, is, is your wife uh, introverted and patient? Um, she is, yeah, she has her head on straight and yeah. she's very uh, logical. Yes. Yeah. That's why she can put up with you. Yeah. My wife is the same way. Yeah. Like it's the, there's only one personality style that can deal with ours yeah, she, and I'm going to lump you in back. with mine, yeah. but I get it. But you know, the, the problem is, is, is sometimes as an entrepreneur, I can get, I get that cart in front of the horse and then I want more carts. And then I'm like, but why not buy a bunch of horses? Well, let's get some other things too. And next thing you know, I got a fucking farm and a wagon trail (laughs) going on and I, and I'm working a deal off to the side to buy some oxen. And somehow on the other horse breeding somehow over on the side, I've, I've started a textiles plant and this is like somehow also like back in like, it makes sense. This is also like during Oregon trail and then everyone died of diphtheria and the story ended, but you know, but, but no, it's like, you know, and, and that's, so is that something you've had a hard time with? Cause it's something that like, all right, so I'm getting old, man, I'm 44 now. And, and with that, I've been able to slow the game down a little bit. Yeah, it's important. And it's, it's made a huge difference. And so much of that comes with saying no Mm -hmm. to more. Yeah. Just saying like, can't do it guys. Or like having to prioritize or saying, Hey, you know, like, I don't know. And because the thing is, is if I did everything that I wanted, if I did, if I tried to capitalize on all the ideas that I felt were great, uh, I'd never have any bandwidth. I'd be doing a hundred different things and I wouldn't get good at any of them. Yeah. And that's definitely the issue. And the problem I see with this, um, air quotes again, this entrepreneurship thing. Every, every, every podcast needs gestures and air quotes. And by the way, this is on video. So if you're listening, you can go check it out on the, on, on YouTube and see that Bo and I, are clearly, clearly concerned about our personal and, appearance. Yeah, today. right. I'm totally. Yeah, in it's okay. My, my it's okay. 
sweating earlier, but I'm so, dressed up. So today, let, let me I, ask, wore a, I wore a clean t-shirt. Oh yeah. This one yeah. actually doesn't stink. Yeah, I know how that goes. Um, so let me ask this. So, you know, there's information overload. There's, you mm-hmm. know, uh, analysis paralysis, that type mm-hmm. of all the cute little idioms that come with that. So true if, though. If, if you could, if you could distill entrepreneurship down, you say you have two books before you're, you have to take your leap. What two books would those be? Or three. It could For be three. Me? Yeah. I mean, I'm a lot, I, in some ways I wrote them. Yeah. Like, I mean, so, and this will come out long after tomorrow, but my third book comes out tomorrow. So, and you know, the, I, I have to like, look back, like if I had two books just for that, for that person who's like, I have this idea, I see where the ledge is. And most people get up to that ledge and they, they tiptoe up to it and they, they look over and they're like, Ooh, not shit, me, man. that's, that's, that's a long way down. No, I'm and, usually in full stride oh, yeah. and then I'm off the edge right. and I'm like, and I jumped and then built wings. Right. And you're, and, yeah. but because, yeah. or, or it's like, oh, that just looks like it's far down. It's not actually that far. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's only just a split second. And then you, you know? jump and then you're like, oh shit, I didn't even have enough time to build wings. Right. Um, I don't know if I have books. I think that, cause I mean, here's the thing is I used to read a lot. Like my early readership was like, just kind of like those business and sales yeah. standards, Brian Tracy yeah. and you know, the seven habits of this and that. And, Covey and Maxwell. Yeah. And, and, I mean yeah, that, just the, that kind of. The standard classics. stuff. And I feel like those are good foundation, foundation pieces. And Zig then I, Ziglar. and then I realized I, that's honestly why I wrote my book. So I, you know, one of them balanced me is about the attempt to find balance in your personal, professional and physical life. Mm-hmm. And it's not a life balance book. Cause honestly, I tell you right away, yeah. I'm like, well, first off I say, if you don't real, if you're not willing to admit that you're probably your own work, that you're most likely your own worst problem, just put the book back. Cause right. I, you're going to be disappointed and I can't help you. Yeah. But that book was kind of just my take on trying to that, that eternal plate spinning Mm. mentality of like, okay, so I have my personal being, my professional being and my physical. And some people say work life, but I I take it out. I got three P's there. So the question is, is like, you know, if they stay way out of balance for way too long, then well, life forces them back into place. But there's no proper state of balance for that's universal. It's yeah. different for me than it is for my wife or whatever. And then, you know, and then I'm, like I said, I know I'm kind of taking the cheap way out and plugging my own books maybe, but then my other book, million dollar bedroom is just like that realist. Like I tried to be as raw and forthcoming about what it's like to be an entrepreneur, like yeah. all the way down to smashing my fucking phone <laughs> on the floor into like a million pieces after I got screwed by Amex. Yeah. Like, and you know, like, cause here's the thing, like people tell you, and they say this to you all the time. They're like, I want to start a business. I'm like, you've got, you, uh, you need to know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's not, you don't just go as an entrepreneur, you don't just go home and roll around on the money that you threw all over your bed. Cause you didn't have anywhere else to put it. Right. I mean, it's a, there's a lot of anguish, heartache, anxiety, depression. There's a lot of feelings of, Hey, today I'm a genius tomorrow. I'm like, dude, I need success, failure, judging, like even just the rat race, chasing the cheese, like looking at everybody else's freaking Instagrams and especially in an aesthetic business. Where do I go? There's 9,000 things. So 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 you're cutting through the clutter and that's where I'm, what we've done and, and to this going back to, you know, where do you when you've got all this information surrounding you and, and saying no. Um, and, and we go to rework quite a bit, rework the book, rework the, some of the guys who did base camp and it's like one page chapter yeah. type of deal yeah. straight to the point. Yeah. Like, here's why we're saying this yep. and here's why it matters. Like, this is a very short read. The other one is the e-myth, um, how most entrepreneurs and it's revisited. It's by Michael Gerber. It talks about, you know, just because you're a, a, a 
surgeon doesn't mean you need to own the hospital. Right. Just because I'm, you know, good at, at coffee doesn't mean I necessarily should own coffee shops. And that's right. that's where I think a lot of people get wrong because I'm I'm just testing. This is me testing. I want to see if I'm good at it before I I take on what a retail brick and mortar a green like a scalable brick and mortar looks like because if you are sitting here saying I want to make X amount in coffee, you are going like you said, you're about to be sorely disappointed. Oh, I have this romantic view of this winery on the hillside of of wherever it is and uh, you know that's how I'm going to do my retirement. So but let's talk you, about that for a second cuz all right, so and I know that there's like way more to this than what I'm about to say, but you're trying to get rich 3 to 4 dollars at a time. Which uh, means you got to line a hell of a lot of people less up. Less than and, that. Yeah, that's my you know that's <laughs> yeah, my point. It's like and that. so even if you have like a seriously high margin product, you got to line a lot of people up to do it. And even even in the the what people would say, oh, you guys, you know, even seeing all my production friends, and this goes way beyond coffee. I, I'm thinking of even when I'm talking about this, it's everything from. You know, I've got friends who are in the beer and, and the distilling industry. I mean, we work really close with Rieger and we're really good friends with the guys that lifted spirits and, and torn label and stockyards and seeing like their margins on like production, like producing cans of beer. You, that's a volume game. Same yep. thing in coffee, yep. like in which any sort of widget thing, like, oh, yeah. you know, you've got a physical product. We want to scale. We want to get more product you have to go bigger you have to buy in larger quantities now you have buying power you have to now take you get more contracts risks. you have more people involved yeah. you have you have to buy bigger machines yeah. and, and all this. of a sudden like and, man boom like now you're and that now, also means when you when you fuck up it's more big. it's even yeah. more expensive right and and, and, and that's going to happen because what you sell has a shelf life totally. and you can burn it yeah you can crack it yeah. you can lose it it can yeah. go rotten it can show up like i mean i can only imagine oh yeah there's and so you know the whole insurance game and the management and funds and how that's being used and budgets and all of a sudden you're like that wait, is wait a minute i just wanted to sell coffee dude right i just wanted to get behind i just want to sell coffee so I this one i just want to make macchiato so that that's what the e-myth talks about it's just because you're good at that stuff doesn't mean you necessarily yeah. so it's well the, i think but i think a lot of entrepreneurs and by the way i don't often ask you to pay attention to something i'm going to say listeners but do this so just because you're passionate about something much like Bo said does not mean it's going to be a good business for you i talked to so many people that have started a business and now all of a sudden they're like in it and they're like uh, i'm really good at doing this but i don't know a darn thing about running a freaking business kind of crazy yeah. yeah and it happens like all the time yeah. and now they've made a lot of commitments they have responsibilities they may have run up like stupid amounts of debt yeah that you're probably not climbing out of so this is where i get interested in of, of like mental models and of being able to be a, a synthesis machine like i am just a problem solving synthesizer where information is coming in and i am like spitting out what i think would be my idea of the best way to solve this problem whether it's, you know, hey, we've got a new coffee coming out and we need designs for bags or it's like, hey, I need to change. Uh, hey, we don't know which air conditioning unit is ours and we're trying to figure out why the air conditioning went out this yeah. morning, you know, and I'm running around, you know, on roofs, like figuring out which air conditioning unit I need to. And by the way, that's off. another thing when you want to start your own business, whether you sell software or coffee or anything, anytime, the, anytime it occurs, the, you know, well, your, your shops don't come with an owner's manual. They might now, but they didn't. Yeah. And so like, thing. what do you do? It's, it's tough. And that, that was, that's been the first thing that we've been working on behind the scenes is like just our policy manual. 
I mean, like that's all when people say, what do I do? And I'm like, write your policy, record everything, yep. make sure that that yep. policy is tight because now you have something that you can give some expectations to. Yep. And now you can hold your employees accountable because right now in the coffee world, it's really confusing mostly to the industry because we come in and I'm like, I don't care about the skill of the barista. What I care about are these rules because if you yep. don't, if you don't agree to these and the, when I'm talking rules, man, I'm talking I'm, I'm kind of this king of the millennial, the king of the hipsters is what I'm doing air quotes right now, because I have a lot of these, oh, that was snow, like nine, snow, that was like nine air quotes. Yeah, it you was because up now. I know because it's, um, oh, you, you have all these snowflake baristas working for you. I'm like, no, 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 I'm sorry. These are the hardest working people that we, we are changing the way that we train. We're changing the way that we do business because if you just think that you're a barista, you need to go work for somebody else. You're not going to be a good fit for us because I want people who think outside the box. I want people who train hard, who work hard, who play hard and who want to create a a culture of positivity, inclusivity. And like we give energy and I can't have you like putzing around, like swooping your hair back, taking 20 minute long smoke breaks because you, you, you know, that's, we're going to, we're going to start building muscle. And we're going to start doing that by showing up to work on time. And here's the basics. Let me give you your basics of like my bare minimum. So when people come in and they say, you know, um, but I showed up to work on time, you know, but, but, you know, I, I did everything that it says in the, like, that's the bare minimum, you know, that is like the bare essentials that you should like, that's a given. Yeah. So we're trying to, in, in my world, like, yeah, I mean, you don't like get a punch guard and a scratch and sniff and shit like that because you came to work on time. I and, mean, like, yeah. I mean, that's what adults do. Yeah, right. That's what successful people do. And that's all we're saying. It's like yeah. we 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 demand a, a different standard of of the excellence. And and to get there though, that is fighting upstream. Um, because if I wanted to be a successful coffee shop owner, I would probably buy cheaper coffee. Yep. That's ex, ex, exploitative. Exploit. Exploit. I don't know. It, it exploits. Um, um, farmers in, in developing countries, um, these, these coffees that are much cheaper and I could wrap some sexy packaging on it and just sell the mess out of it. And there's some really successful guys who are doing this online right now, um, who are not from Kansas city, but it's one of those that they put so much pressure on the industry because of the volume that they're doing with just flat out shitty, stinky feet. Like it, it's bad coffee. So by the way, I want to go back to what you're talking about, about the professional standard in yeah. your shops. And so we, we mentioned earlier, you asked about the books. So you can kind of open this, this can of coffee per se, <laughs> but I talk about in the professional section of balance me. I said, you know, cause so many people are like, Hey, I want to make more money. I want to do better for myself. I'm like, okay, what are you really bad at? Yeah. And the, you know, they don't want to admit it. And then you look at people like how quickly you can burn your opportunities and your bridges with dumb stuff. Like, like you might be a, gr- when you actually get to work, you might be the greatest employee, but you show up 18 minutes late mm-hmm regularly and you're blowing your opportunity to like do so many things. And like you said, well, I'm just a barista. No, man. Like maybe you're going to be the next owner of location nine. You are so powerful. And and this is like the, the, the message of our brand is to like, there is so much freaking potential inside of you. And this is what I've learned from plants is like, 
you're, you're, everybody starts off the same. Um, and I'm not alliterating this directly to people. So nobody get all psychological on me here, but I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm already down the rabbit hole, bro. So everybody starts off, you know, we like these plants all start the exact same. They're the, they're a clone. They've got all the same seed. Like, and so they go into this pot, how I manipulate that plant, um, is, is going to be result in a much better, uh, uh, product in the end, I have to touch that thing in order for it to get, um, I have to touch it with, um, my actual hands by like pruning it or pinching it back. I have to touch it with nitrogen or fertilizers. I have to touch it, make sure that it has plenty of sunlight, that there's nothing impeding its sunlight so that it gets energy. And if all the things are completely right, and if I've done my job and I've tried to remove Murphy's law as much as possible, there is bad things that will happen to this poor plant hair, pests and disease and all that stuff. But if I'm paying attention, if I'm looking down the road and I know that this thing can be five to 10 times the size that Home Depot is selling it for, and I'm selling it for uh, more money, but the value in there, it's because I put, I, I directly have a value correlation with that product. Whereas over here, I'm like, that is, you didn't touch the thing. You just, you put it in at the last second, you put it in this cheap thing and said, here, go, just go turn money, go turn where we're, we're going to do volume. I'm like, no, I want to touch it more. I, I know that this thing can be more valuable. So let's look at scenario A, what you're talking about with the value, with the people, with the caring. Um, some people just don't give a shit. They just want yeah. a cup of coffee. Right. So right. now what? It, that's great. You cool and, with that? Just buy it and move perfect. on. You're good. That's why I say it's seductive. Like right. it has to be on your time when you want to engage and we start, you know, you come in and you're like, man, Every time I come in here, I get goosebumps. What the heck are you guys up to? I'm like, well, it's probably the dopamine rush you get from having our product. Like, no, it's more than that. You know, I'm like, okay, fine. It's probably a combination of three things that I'm working on on a daily basis behind the scenes, the product, the service, and the environment. Recognizing you as a human when you walk in, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what can I get started for you? Hey, it's like a lost art. It totally is because you walk through the door and it's like, I'm walking into, it might as well be a welding shop. Yeah. For all that you know and for all that I know. You walk into the lawnmower store and you're like, I don't know a daggum thing about these machines. I don't know your language. And so this is all language oriented. And so when you walk into coffee, you know, and then you're talking about single origin. When you go in and you're you start talking about macchiatos and all of a sudden you say, you know, here's a you know, a cap what a, ca- a real cappuccino is, and people are looking at you like, that's not what I wanted you should have read my mind. And so there has to be this service side of it that's able to reach out and like, where are you actually trying to get to or go today? And you're like, when you're ordering a quad shot uh, iced Americano, have you tried our cold brew? Because I think you might, you're just looking for this heavy dose of caffeine and that's one pound of coffee to one gallon of water. That blows this quad shot way out of. See, I would appreciate that. <laughs> right. I would appreciate that because I'm not drinking. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not speaking down on you. I just want to no, know because no, like, I've got I would, a better solution. I would appreciate it. Yeah. And, like, and that I, I would, that would actually be meaningful for me. Like rather than just shuffling my order through, like, 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 and then on some of that, I mean, sometimes you're going to swing and miss. You're right. like, are you really tired? Cause yeah. you look tired. Yeah. Let me give you something that'll yeah. really get you moving. But, but, but at that point, and they're like, like wait, what? Yeah. yeah. And at that point I just say, Hey, if you've offended somebody by <laughs> making an assumption, just comp their drinks and just be like, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah, whatever. And I'll show them how to fail yeah. forward or whatever. And, but I, I'd rather them take that chance. And, and that's where I try to empower the employees and say, go mess a couple drinks up. It's fine. Like you just got need to go engage. And so right. like when we had the bar side trying to slam 
an AM business and a PM business together when we had that liquor license, that was a whole different thing. And it, that was a beast because it just ripped you in half because they're right. two separate businesses and people are like, oh, this makes a lot of sense to put a bar and a coffee shop together. Why so hasn't we, anybody we were else originally done doing that? Trying to maybe maximize on the expense no, of having was, the locations it was, or like, you no, know, it was just kind of a, it was a serendipitous thing that was like, Oh, we have a liquor license here. <laughs> we should probably. And so I'm gathering you don't do that anymore. Well, uh, you not do yet. Or you don't. Okay. Not yet. Okay. We'll, okay. we'll bring it back. We've kegs, we found... of, kegs of coffee. Yeah. Reinvented well, coming well, soon. That's where we, uh, yeah, I've seen the future, man. I've seen the future of cafes and they, uh, they're cool. They're, Let's they're visit that for a second. Yeah. So like, all right, this is going to sound freaking weird. Sometimes I, I honestly do feel like I literally see, I, I have often defined to people that work close with me. They're like, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm three moves ahead. Mm -hmm. Like the great chess masters of the world are thinking about the, their sixth move from now. Yeah. And sometimes even further and like really like insane iterations. And you mentioned like, I've seen the future of cafes. Like, I, I think it's really important as an entrepreneur to like, it's so weird because like I said, it's going to sound strange to say it, but I've literally like, there have been times when I've just like, I get a little glimpse. I'm like, Oh, Whoa. Yeah. So that, that's what that's like. Now yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean you get to see all the steps up yeah. to that, but you're like, okay, so how do I need to get there? Yeah. And part, and part of it too, I think but is, if you can see, if you can see that destination, you can work your way backwards yeah. as well too, which yeah. helps with your steps forward. For, for sure. Um, I, I would say that the problem, um, most people encounter when they do that is trying to get get themselves out of that picture. Yeah, it's tough. Because you're, you're like, oh, the, the you just ego. think it's like a little fantasy or you're like, oh, I'm smarter than everyone else or whatever. And like, look what I saw. I saw the future. And now it's a me thing trying to prove it to everybody that you can like pipe coffee into every single building. And now right, we need but, to build But in reality, all we really have is now. Like the now, what's happening right now, right in front of yep. you, according to many is, well, that's what you got. And that I can make a, I can make a really strong case for that. Yeah. Like, so we got to deal with this now. So I think that's one of the the challenges. So like with the coffee shops, and you know, you mentioned. So and by the way, you know, we we didn't stray off the topic because this, no, this is still about this is still about this still about about entrepreneurship. This yeah. is about coffee business. So you uh, talked about bridging that difference. You have that like that retail to that digital side to the, like, now you've got Amazon whose drone is going to drop your shit off at yep. some point. And like, and you know, you're trying to figure out where you exist in the middle. Like, I mean, without giving too much away, like what is your, what, how do you feel about that? See, like, and here's the cool thing about it is, and like how are you going to make, take something that's old school? Like this, this whole conversation started with those goats. Yeah. Those goats and that what do we do? were eating it, like eating Ethiopian coffee, like in the river Delta of like the, like somewhere. You can, that you can call me I the am, goat if you want. That I am, no, you can call me the goat, dude. <laughs> I can refer to myself. I call myself the goat way too much, which is funny because, you know, like 20 years ago, if you were the goat, you were actually not the greatest of all time. You were like, they're like, oh, that guy's the goat. Like yeah. you blew it. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. a whole different subject, but you know, so how do you bridge that gap? Like we talked to, we talking about, you know, making simple things meaningful, but how about, you know, that bridging the future, but you know, where do you go from now to later? Like, yeah. I mean, where, where do you see Where do you see that occurring? Yeah. So uh, the first thing I'll say is there, there are no, there is no secret sauce. Um, it is a bunch of, of elbow grease and just yep. long days and hard, hard, you have to get, Amen. And so, you know, do the work is my first thing. It's yeah. like everybody's trying I, to get I, out of it. Say and I'm success like, demands payment in dude, advance. You have got to put your neck out there. Yeah. You have to actually put your your literal money where your mouth is. So wait, um, it's not just luck. 
oh man, I'm going to tell you're you. So you're so lucky that things to, have gone well for you. Bo. You're going to have to invest everything. <laughs> and then it's going to have to get questioned. And then it's going to have to, the more, the more problems and the more, I shouldn't say problems because they're not really problems. Like I just look at business as a muscle. Yeah. It's kind of what you were saying. Like yeah. I, the best teams are, I grew up playing soccer and got to play it at, at, uh, in college for a little while. And so th- it was you, when you, when, as a team, when you can all get three to four steps ahead, not just yep. me as the leader, yep, yep, yep. but I need to, I need to get my team like three to four steps ahead because then when we're playing team ball and all of a sudden we can like switch the field and like actually make an aggressive attack on the defense. Like this is where I say like that was gives me goosebumps. Like in unison, I've got my tactical team. That's like, here's, here's whether it's my executive team or whether it's me and like two, you know, green berets that are like these hyper surgical, like individuals that I have within the organization. I'm going to, those hyper surgical event uh, individuals do nothing but practice. Yeah. And, and they are super good at what they do. And it's like, I need you and I need you. And I yeah. need to come together because we're going to go execute a new shop, something that's never been done. And I need you guys to get outside the box with me. We know the rules. Now let's go break the rules. And so I, but I can't break rules unless I know what they are first. And like, I can't go in. I'm not from the coffee industry. I'm from the plant industry and coffee is a plant product. You know, I am not an entrepreneur. I'm a farm kid. You know, I'm, I don't know what I am. I'm, I'm very, I'm in. I'm still trying to figure all that out. And maybe I always will stop. (laughs) Maybe I will though. I mean, I'm serious. Stop. Like I quit like that a while ago. Um, you know, like, dude, I've been called so many things, some of which are complimentary (laughs) in life, but like, I mean, you know, crazy, eccentric, um, hyper, I mean, you name it, like all different kinds of things. And then I just quit caring. And then like at that moment, like you kind of, I, it set a lot of things free because I was like, you know what? Like, I don't need, I just, I don't even know at what point I quit, I quit caring. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a way, like I don't care. Cause I do care. I care about the people that, yeah. that care about deeply <laughs> that why well, uh, to a fault, yeah. but I care about the people that are on board with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure you do with your employees. Now you just mentioned that the, you compared business, you called it a muscle yeah. and it just really reminded me so much. So I have a, a friend of mine is the, one of the guitarists in Humphreys McGee and uh-huh. he, uh, Jake Sinninger, and he is regarded as like one of probably like, I mean, you can't rate this shit in real life, but I mean, he's like one of those like top 50 guitarists in the world. Yeah. And I have the most, the most insightful conversations with him. And he says, you know, I said, Jake, every time I see you, you're, you're practicing. He's like, no, I don't practice. I'm like, what do you mean? I always see you playing. He's like, I just keep playing. Yeah. Well, why do you do that? He said, cause it's like a muscle. Yeah. And, and the more I, I, the more I have it fine tuned, the closer. So here's the thing is it's crazy. And like, I can't do this. I'm trying to figure out how, and this is where it's. So at, at 9.23, he's got to play 10 million notes really fast and perfect in front of thousands of people who, if he hits one of them wrong, they're all going to be online talking about how he somehow ruined their show. Yeah. And you're like, what? You know, but, but being able to that exercising that muscle and being close to it enables him to get back to that spot that much easier. And I feel the same way about business. Like my wife thinks I'm obsessed and I am. And it's a problem though. Like it's a problem. Like it's a strength and it's a weakness at the same time. And it's that, that the bees, that mental chatter. Cause I'm like, but Hey, let's, like let's. My, my brother does CrossFit and he's pretty addicted to it. And he'll be the first to tell it to you. It's the same thing with people yeah. who work out and they get, they almost get a, a, 
a problem because yeah. <laughs> I've been there. It's like I was running and I, I wouldn't stop. I'd, I would, I would run until my feet just wouldn't allow my muscles would cramp or whatever. And it's like, I would get runners high. I would get into these euphoric states of being. And I would, I, get do, in, I do that with business, dude. Right? Like I literally like, and, and, you know, back, this turned into so much about an inner shot at like the crazy. Cause I honestly, on some days I do question that I'm, you know, you, you have the spot. Are you a genius or are you crazy? Well, there's no way to really define that. That's more about external perception. But I mean, it may, for some of you, if you're even curious, like sometimes I go two days and don't sleep. I'm not like on drugs. Like I, I just, I, I, I forget to eat. I do too. Yeah. I do too. I, and then and I won't like, go to the bathroom and like, it, you know, yeah. my, my wife will be like, what, why didn't you take any, what, where so are I, you getting your nutrition? I'm like, I actually don't know. Right I'll now. go to lay down like a normal person would to go to sleep and I'll just sit there and I just immediately know I'm like, Nope, not happening. Yeah. So I go end up going, doing, it's doing something else. And it's not uncommon for my employees to like come to work and they're like, what's up? I'm like, well, I've been here since two. <laughs> they're like, AM. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Why? I'm like, because I just couldn't sleep. I actually have a ritual that I do before I open each shop and I actually work through the entire night yeah. um, just to, I, I want to feel the energy. I want to feel every single. I have my best ideas when I'm like ridiculously like loopy. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's thing, this weird half. But, but it's back uh, to the bees are quieter then. It's like my strange. mind, it's almost like I get so quiet. It, that's like the and and another thing too for me is like I love working through the wee hours of the night because I feel like all the energy around me is a lot quieter. Yeah, it is. so I'm able to chill out. Okay, so wow, so here we are. We had deep talk with Matt and Bo, <laughs> somewhat about coffee, which by the way may be a shrub, it may be a tree. It's hard to tell. If you're here in Kansas City, I'm hoping that this inspired you to bring not only yourself, your whole family, their friends their family, everyone, your kids in class with all the people at your church, um, 100% of people that you meet, bring them down to thou mayest, right? Yeah. Yeah. If that would be okay. Now that, that may that equate cool. to a long line, but fortunately Bo's created a work culture of hardworking focused baristas that have their eyes on the prize and they're going to probably there. turn that line out pretty quick. We're, so. we're getting there. We, we know that the new one that we did down on the crossroads, we built it for speed. Yeah. And let's talk about that real yeah. quick. Where are your four locations right now? So, yeah. So man, a whole different crazy story. We can save this for another one. But yeah. We might have to pick this up. Again. Yeah. We, yeah. we, uh, I'm, we're going to come do this at your place next time. Yeah. That's yeah. especially, we could go out in the greenhouse and we could really get in touch is with that, some zen. I was going to, what? Okay. I'm confused. Are oh, we still shit. talking about coffee? Oh, uh, well, we're talking about more than coffee. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, going out into the greenhouse, uh, <laughs> we have, so we have Cafe Equinox. We, I, when I hear that, I, I know. just think different things. I know. Uh, different times. Yeah. I'm old. Well, we are, it's just yeah. more than one way to quiet the bees yeah um but we we opened um we opened cafe equinox in on february 16th and it was sandwiched in between two blizzards and mm. i'd retained one guy who's my gm um after we closed the sh so we closed the shop uh in the crossroads uh december 31st and didn't really we just said we're gonna take a month off we need to chill <laughs> last year was crazy let's just recalibrate, make sure we're doing what we want to be doing and make sure the business is healthy or whatever. Everything look good. Cool. Cool. All right. Let's take a month off. We come back and it is, um, it's kind of a mess. Um, we basically did not touch anything for a month. We and didn't exercise the muscle. We man. did not. Yeah. And so, and so it can be a little sore after that yeah, first workout. Yeah. So we came back, we opened up cafe Equinox inside of family tree nursery and Shawnee 
on February 16th in between two blizzards and day one, as soon as we opened up it, there was uh, an hour long wait for like eight hours straight, but that extended for like a month and a half uh, of daily. I mean, we were just in shock. Our, our, I, I've never, I, I just got him. I got so emotional on that. I was just a ball of tears because, humbling. because yeah. like the brand willed itself back yeah. to life. Yeah, no, I we, bet, we, I bet we, people told you the world spoke and they said that we want you here. And, and it was like, yeah. Oh yeah. no, but you don't want me. It's not me. It's no, like, you want yeah. this, this brand, yeah. brand. you so want it's, this thing. It's humbling. Like entrepreneurship and, and is, is humbling in many ways. It's, it's and a, that can be one. Of them, it's a yeah. moment that I will never yeah. forget. It's so solidified where I was like, this is so much bigger it's so much more important like whatever happens in the future i am just setting up the bumper rails when the you know I, i'm just the i'm a parent at this point and and to this to this ch- this growing child and like i just need to make sure that it i discipline it when it needs to and then i'm able to like keep pushing keep pushing here's take a break all right keep pushing keep pushing let's take a break and like let's you throttle it and all of a sudden you're like now we're training we're training we're training let's go party for a second all right let's just celebrate the wins like all right back to train back to train let's go come on guys you know and and so it becomes like this workout right because it's a muscle and it's like i want to get good at working these that that business muscle um because that to me it means so much more yes the coffee of course of course i, I it's a that's the bare minimum right we, we talked about earlier like you show up to work that's a bare minimum it says coffee roasters in my name it is no shit i'm focusing on coffee no shit like i get that like but if 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 i'm looking at the e myth and i'm looking at rework and i'm using really just those two books and i'm saying if i can structure our company and our lifestyle and our motto and everything it just it's so simple but we just have to stay really focused on like this is overarching this is a business muscle that we need to learn how to do. We need to pivot, 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 keep going, muscle test, muscle test, take a product to market, do it again, do it again, keep doing it. Like, are we good at this? Are we good? Hey, measure, measure. <laughs> I, I said measure. Did you get, did you get that? Like, we, you know, we have to measure this thing so that we can continue being better. And all of a sudden we look back after five years and like we were in a fucking garage six years ago. That is insane to me. And like people will say, where are you going to be in the next six years? I don't know. On the moon. Ask me in five and a half. I don't know. Like or five I, and three. I, I don't even know what yeah. to say. I never, we, we yeah. play a game that we say our five-year past visits our present. And that five-year past being in a garage. And I'm, I'm sorry, what? You guys have like five stores. You got to hang out with your favorite band, Wilco. You've got all of, you, you, I gave a TED talk. And that was on my bucket list of things to do before I die. And I did it in year two. And I'm like, I probably need to get some bigger goals here because this is like, this is happening very quickly. And if I don't continually stay fresh on this stuff, and if I don't stay uh, looking towards whatever that is uh, ahead of us, if, if, if we don't have somebody paving the way or kind of clearing the path, you know, the, it's just going to be like fighting through the brambles the entire time and the business is just kind of stumbling forward. Like, where are we going? What are we doing? We don't even know. But the true <laughs> pioneer, the true pioneers of anything, whether it's trying to blaze the Oregon trail or anything else, you got that you, there you are. No, it's, it's I mean, I whoever's first has the hardest path yeah. most of the time. And it's kind of easy to follow. But, and, and this is why I say everybody has that hard path. Like you have your own unique path because the world doesn't need more coffee. The world really does not need what I have to like the essence of my product. There's plenty of great coffee out there, 
Um, but what the world does need is the flavor and the, and the, um, the uniqueness that thou mayest, that we, Bill and I, my business partner and I are able to put on our take on business. This is our narrative on how business should be done. Um, selling coffee with cafes in an entrepreneurial growing blossoming city that's in a renaissance in the Midwest. And, you know, so it starts yeah. here, starts in, in your, in, inside of you. And it's that, that quote, that's like, you can't change the world if you can't change yourself. And it's, if I can't convince my grandma, somebody who loves me, who's so close to me, but who doesn't really understand coffee, she does know, she knows nothing about coffee. Sorry if you're listening to this grandma. Um, but you, just you know, remember, Grandma, it's a shrub. Yeah, just remember, it's you're never going to get past that. Um, if if I can convince, if if I can show her like what that why it's important or what the qualitative differences are that she's tasting because she she doesn't really know. She just kind of smacks her lip and says, "Oh, pretty good." I'm like, I was hoping for more, <laughs> you know. But that's <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And so the more I can get that, I, I can really dive down into the things that are meaningful, like. I noticed you called this wild child. Why'd you call it that? And all of a sudden we've set the seductive hooks. Right. So we've got all these hooks that we've, we've set out that we're trying to get people to hook onto, whether it's why'd you put meters above sea levels and altitude, or did you get this individually hand lettered? Um, did you create your own font for this? Or uh, where did you buy your furniture for your cafe? That's been the weirdest one so far. People trying to buy my furniture off me. Like maybe I should go start a furniture business. Probably not. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, you've, you've got my number. So the thing is, is we might have to have a support group. Oh, I'll be your sure. sponsor. For sure. If you think about starting any new businesses, I want you to call me first because <laughs> I'm going to give you the typical rundown. I'm going to be like, okay, dude, now I want you to just call me back tomorrow and tell me you still Talk think you this is a good idea. Yeah. No, it's okay. Cause I'm going to support your dreams and I'm going to help you move forward. But no, it's, it's funny. I'm sure you get this a lot and, and we'll, and we'll wrap this up because we're going to clearly have to follow this up. I think it might just call this coffee talk because I think we might have to do this a little more we've, regularly. Well, I've, we've got a few uh, older cars too that we can get a hold of if we need to do a version of like comedians and cars getting coffee. I was talking to Zach Pettit. Uh, oh about yeah, this. he's come and done it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've talked to him about this. I was like, we should do this with entrepreneurs, though. Is like get them into the hot seat in the car and like start going around. And we kind of do that them, here. We right? kind of do that here. <laughs> some some like, of the videos. Some, some people are nervous because you know normally like we and we didn't get into this, and that's why we're going to do a follow up. But this has been interesting. Um, well, first off, thanks for coming in, and, and we'll fun. we'll wrap this up in a minute. So I always like to do a little recap yeah. and, and remember. Um, you know, your mind and your location can also be an idea brothel. Um, <laughs> yes. And I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about, you know, I, I, by the way, I really enjoyed this. I, thought that I love these kind of spirited conversations. I love being around anybody that is uh, just passionate just about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I hope it. it just doesn't come across as like being all over the place because I, I try to oh, dude, try to I try to yeah. make it as cohesive so it actually comes Dude, across uh, that's not, I mean, uh, no you're fine like i, I, I mean, just get in this river i get in this flow and 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 i just go with it and but you get the, the whole point of things like this and conversations like this and for those listening is like if you did you get did you hear one thing in this last hour and 10 minutes that made sense or was that helpful? how long it's been yeah 
Are it goes you fast. Me? I oh know you're probably late to like three other things, uh, but, but no, I mean, and, and, you know, normally like we keep talking on this until there's not stuff to talk about or until I'm afraid we'll run out of tape. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, so some of the things too, and, you know, looking back at, at these differentiators between your product, your service and your environment, like this is all really good stuff. And then, you know, I really think the the real moral of the story here is, on some levels, you know, to be an entrepreneur and to do things that people aren't doing does require a little bit of crazy. I don't let people tell me I'm nuts anymore. Like I already, I knew that a long time ago. Like, give me something fresh. Yeah. Like, tell me something that people haven't told throw, me. Throw a little fuel on that fire. You think this is crazy. I mean, just wait. fuck it. Like, you know what? Like go to work then and don't talk to me. Cause I don't, yeah. you're not helping by saying that. I mean, shit happens, but, um, I mean, I th- I'd like to do a follow up. I'd like to actually, do, I think we may have to prepare, but probably won't about, I think we should just need to talk about like the most cataclysmic failures of mm. being an entrepreneur. Like I might just write a book called things I suck at. Yeah. And it'll probably be a bestseller. Yeah. Like, yeah. So well, anyway, for those of you listening, if you get a chance, thou mayest, they're all over Kansas city. Um, check it out. You guys have an online store? Yeah. So we do thoumayest.com. Um, in February, uh, our good friends at Key Coffee um, in the River Market at the Nelson Atkins reached out. We acquired them uh, in February going into March. Um, so we have those two stores now. Um, we'll start making some changes on those um, coming up next um, because we just released uh, the newest of the stores uh, called The Outpost. And it's located inside of Collective X. It's down on the crossroads a block, um, to the East from our old shop. And, um, we've got some other fun, um, spots coming on uh, by the end of the year here. Um, but the outpost, the newest one, um, there's cafe Equinox as well. That is inside of family tree nursery in Shawnee, uh, inside of a greenhouse. So if you really want that plant experience, um, that's a really fun, it's very different experience. Um, especially in the wintertime. And, um, and and we're going to post a link to this because in seven to 10 days, when this actually comes out, he'll probably have like four more. At locations. least four more. Yeah. So we, Maybe we, six. we just opened four in the last six months. So yeah, yeah, that's been nuts. And so, yeah, you can go to thoumayest.com. Um, we're really active on social media, um, our, mostly Instagram. Um, we have Facebook and a little bit of Twitter action, but. And you have content out there, Bo Nelson, B-O Nelson. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's it. underscore Bo. Um, there's a lot of underscores in there. Just you can find it. Yeah. We can find it. If you put in Bo Nelson coffee and, and, uh, sure and, go- and, and if you, gar- if you gargle it, you'll find it. Yeah. Anyway, folks, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCorsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.